0: Uh, Welcome all you video game fanatics. This is Demo Demolition, a couch co-op podcast. We have David and Matt, my friends, um, and today we're here to discuss Coffee Talk, which is a demo I decided on. Um, Just to give the listeners a warning, I'm coming in hot this week, so uh, watch out. Tom, can you uh, break down your feelings on the visuals of Coffee Talk?
1: Uh, I felt, I felt the visuals was this mix of 64 bit gaming production with a lot of uh window of 8 bit like overshadows to it. Um, I found it pretty interesting with the background considering that this takes place in Seattle, uh, specifically September 22nd, 2020. So you're in the point of view, you're this barista and then you're overlooking a bar and then you can see outside of the, the coffee shop and it just shows rain and people in silhouettes walking back and forth. When I really felt that it should have been like rioters and people potentially trying to break into the coffee shop. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, I know for a um, pretty independent um, game studio that comes out of Indonesia I thought it wasn't too bad.
2: Yeah, I, I would say the graphics, definitely that throwback pixel art uh, with a heavy emphasis on kind of like anime character expressions. Um, but yeah, you described the era perfectly, Plum.
0: Uh, I'll preface my uh, opinions by saying I have no idea what it takes to make a video game. I have no training, no skill. Um, but what I will say is that this game didn't really have any visuals. There was like four screens that you looked at. They told stories, but there was no visual cues with the story. So uh, I can't say I was impressed because literally it was like watching four quick screens. Um, that being said, uh, well, the game is I- more focused on the audio, I would say. So that's definitely a more important uh, feature of the this demo demolition pod.
1: I, I do want to throw in one more visual thing I forgot to mention was I thought it was kind of cool that you could draw in artwork on top of the, the espresso thing. So for the one character where that was part of the criteria for giving him a drink, I made sure to give him some nice cock and balls. <laughs> which I was about
0: to put the over under of ball sacks for uh, plumber art at three.
2: <laughs> well played. Well played. I think I named my character Shithead, so it's nice to know we're all about the same level of uh, you know, maturity here.
1: I just love the part where he goes, you call this art? Well, either way, it's delicious.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, with for me, uh, the music was very nice and relaxing. I kind of fit that tone of that coffee shop vibe. Uh, kind of going back real quick to the visuals, it kind of reminded me, I don't know if you guys ever played the Carmen Sandiego games. Oh, yeah. kind of that simplistic just menu based sort of thing and it worked I mean cuz it's really a story driven game it seems so with a nice uh music the sounds were minimal but um they were nice they they definitely again were noticeable when necessary i'd say
0: well the game's all about dialogue and yet there's no there's no voices there's no like you're literally listening to this annoying like clicking noise as people talk um, which I managed to skip over most of, but, uh,
2: (laughs) it remind me, um, did you ever hear of a game called read only memories, 2064? Um, I believe it was a free one on PlayStation, um, a while back, but, uh, anyway, it it had a very similar, similar, uh, graphic design. Only this one was completely voiced and it had a few comedians. And I believe, uh, the lady who did the voice, um, of Clementine from those Walking Dead games, and uh, I actually found that completely obnoxious because they recorded so much dialogue that you just can't get away from it. Like at least with this, like you can just kind of breeze through the dialogue options as you go because there's no voice acting. Versus that one, it's like the thing would just grind to a halt because they pre-recorded just so many things that it's like you just have to like sit through it all in order to get to the gameplay. So I, I actually kind of appreciated that it was 100% text based at least in the demo portion.
1: Yeah, I felt um, it was electro jazz, which was kind of uh, upsetting me in some ways because I'm just not the hugest fan of jazz and to, to synthesize it made it even worse. But uh, I felt like the text, as it came up, it reminded me of JRPGs, you know, the old ones that I used to play on the Super Nintendos where it's like, you know, and so, you know, having kind of did some research on the studio, uh, Togi Productions, I believe, um, it kind of made sense that, you know, that would probably fit perfectly with the atmosphere of it. So. For sure. um So, Jack, what do you think the creators were thinking on this
0: game? Uh, I don't know. They probably thinking, where did all our mushrooms go? <laughs> we must have ate them all.
2: i actually uh it reminded me of the Shadowrun universe um in a lot of ways only they took out all the fun crazy cyberpunk violence and just focused on just what a coffee shop owner would be in that environment so
0: i do think they were trying to like go for this creative like oh we've never had this world in video games where it's like this quaint little coffee shop but it's just because it's like a first in video games. This, the whole idea. Of this has been done in so many other mediums. Like, this has been done in so many different books and comic books. And, and just because it's new in video games, doesn't mean it's fresh.
1: Yeah, I agreed. I felt this was uh, a therapy session for the guy in some ways. It was like how to get his passive aggressive bitching into the video game format with just enough racial undertones, you know, for me to feel like that I was. <laughs> right at home
2: (laughs) i feel like too that kind of cliche of like the combination of not only do you have the the struggling writer but then also like this barista (laughs) who just happens to hear everybody in town's problems and somehow contributes to them in some sort of way
0: is very back to your uh, bartender days matt
2: (laughs) i you know that that was what i was going to get to actually in terms of uh how this game made me feel um, so we may as well just skip right ahead to that it did make me feel pleasant if we're gonna go I one for Erd, just because it did did have a nice like leisurely pace to it which is kind of appreciated especially with some of the other games I play they're a little more twitch oriented but um, at the same time it was like it did give me a bit of PTSD of being back in the service industry because it was like this romanticized equivalent of it, and it's like, okay, now what about the the countless other people that I sit here? They're just creeping me out, and I have to pretend like I'm engaged with them for an hour because they're paying for drinks. So
0: this coffee's not strong enough. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, what about for you guys how did it make you feel dave
1: i felt like it hit too close to home one being in seattle and then at the end this zombie virus breaking out <laughs> i love that too <laughs> I, I was sitting there and I, I absolutely came across that scene it was like when was this game made and it was like made january ninth, 2020 so it's like okay it's starting to flare up in china at this point but it hasn't really jumped over to the shores quite yet <laughs> so I, I just kind of was a bit shocked by that last scene right before it cuts you off on the demo i was like oh man this is in way close too close to home what about it jack you feel,
0: I make you feel... well, it, it made me feel like i was reading a bad article dear abby um <laughs> it's like i don't care about your problems <laughs> like, i don't care that you're an elf and a dwarf um it made me question my dedication to the Demo Demolition podcast. <laughs> this is the first game that I've truly thought about giving up on before I realized that I could get through it in ten minutes by just hacking X. I did read everything because I didn't want to. I didn't want to cheat the uh, the sanctity of of what we do here. But um, the one the one um, thing I had to keep me going was that if if I felt like if we just have if we can just keep one of our listeners from playing this game, I feel like we've accomplished that. <laughs> so that's what I'm striving for. Um, just, there's, there's just so many better games. Like if you want like a dope ass narrative, we're playing this really cool game called Disco Elysium right now. If you want a game that's like creating this emotional journey that you can't really affect, um well like there's a game like gone home where there's mystery and atmosphere built through like really clever storytelling storytelling and and game design this didn't have this didn't have either it was just it was just this like you said this quaint like pleasant half an hour um so this this is the first uh demo demolition game that you get my official two thumbs down (laughs) I think
2: that there's a lot to be said for that. Um, I, I think we've all played enough games to have a solid enough opinion on genres and whatnot. And this is one that up until very recently, seemingly there weren't a terrible amount of entries into, but now that there have been a decent amount, like it really does stand out like how it doesn't move the needle at all. I mean, even a game like I've recommended to both the U.S. Soma doesn't require a terrible amount of talent but it's almost all just a narrative based game with an occasional exploration element added. And that game, you know, blew me away is one of the better part, portions of science fiction I've, I've consumed uh, in the past couple of years. And again, it, it didn't require like an incredible amount of talent playing a game where I could see there's an appeal with something like this, where maybe you're not into something that's going to require a lot of involvement. You just kind of want to chill out on the couch and, casually progress through a game so yeah i I didn't really get much from it did you guys
0: think this was a game though like what about it made this anything other than watching something on tv
1: the the only thing i could think of is the fact that you could interact with the npcs by making a drink you know and i even tried tried really like mixing up the ingredients the guy wanted a green tea something and I purposely messed up the recipe and um then I added art which was fu and he was like <laughs> he tries that and he goes oh that's not what I was expecting it's like do you want me to make you a new one he goes no nah, it's fine <laughs> he keeps drinking it so but other than that it was just it seemed like I said like a therapy session for this uh, developer <laughs>
2: I imagine it gets a little more complex as it goes along, maybe not as difficult, but I imagine you'll have more instances where you may have a shorter time limit to make the drinks within, or if you screw something up, it probably affects the plot. Um, At least I would hope so. I mean, this game has a 95% rating on Steam, so even though it got the Jack resounding two thumbs down, (laughs) I mean, that tells you something.
0: Tells you both yeah. games get a 10 out of 10 on Steam when they suck monkey balls.
1: <laughs> Probably paid his friends to like pump it up. I give the seven and a half booze with one holy crap for the, the accuracy on <laughs> Seattle and the zombie virus.
2: <laughs> well, I think we all came to a pretty common consensus on uh, coffee talk um again i have been enjoying the series we've been doing gentlemen because it's nice playing something a bit outside of the wheelhouse but yeah i'd have to say my enjoyment for this one wasn't great challenge was nothing to speak of and i probably will not be purchasing this one
0: so um let me just uh for for um relative value would you rather have to play this game for two hours or Horror Stories, our previous uh, demo demolition podcast that got so much
1: hate? Horror Stories. I'd rather play that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd play this one. If, if this game is free, I would actually consider playing the full Ooh, okay. game. At least for a, a few stages past the demo, just to see if it actually opens up. Because there, there is a small part of me who thinks that this may just be a really terrible demo is way too focused on just kind of train the uh practice you know training tutorial and uh doesn't give you enough of a glimpse into what the actual game is it's
0: very possible but where's the fun in uh where's the fun in getting a game a legitimate chance and i could just sit here and shit on it <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey,
2: hey, hey. what'd you name your character dave barista, barista.
1: <laughs> i didn't want to put that much effort into it <laughs> that was
0: that's what i named my character
2: i actually thought it was shithead was like more honorable <laughs> than barista because <laughs> nothing is more depressing than existing in a futuristic landscape <laughs> and being named after your occupation
0: <laughs> well I didn't take it like that. I didn't take it like I was named after my occupation. I was, I took it like as in, you know, when you were a bartender in some as a bartender. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> all right.
2: I think that's all we have to say about this one. Thanks again, fellas. Guys, gals, hey, non-binary pals, thank you so much for listening. Cheers.